0: Hello, ankles. <laughs> I used to hate that. And then Georgie D, you, you started calling people, rankles, and uh, like rank. Was it meant to be? Uh, I don't know. It sounded just like yeah, rankles. No, and podcast listeners. And um, oh yeah, shout out to the possible aliens who may be listening won't forget about you, all the people with the purple and the people eating, you know. Well, I saw this thing coming out of the sky. It had one big horn and one big eye. I turned, to <laughs> I turned around and yelled at me. Is that a okay? Looks like a flying purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-eyed, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. Mmm. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to talk about a thought experiment I came up with talking to my mum today. Oh, by the way, I got the aircon on, the heating on, because it's like 3 in the morning and I can't sleep. And felt like taking a break from my audiobook, my Neil Gaiman. Uh... Uh, BBC radio play that I can't remember the name of but it's good Um, (laughs) I am uh, yeah, I'm thinking about how would I feel and what would I be doing if I didn't have the fear of um, ramifications from the government if I were to show some level of competency at the moment, because they are targeting anyone. One, um, we call them GPs, general practitioners, doctors, your family doctor, kind of doctor, told me a story about a patient of hers who had, I think it was cerebral palsy. Like, like, I'm fucked up itis to the, you know, whatever degree, but she just somehow had managed to land... A job where she could do like three hours a week that's of meaningful work, maybe it was more than that. I can't remember. Set maybe it was seven. That, um, yeah, because it falls below the sort of lowest level, you know, of, yeah, fucked upness, <laughs> that you're capable of doing work, which is where I'm at. Uh, and I I have improved. I still can't sit for very long, and I don't. That's why I'm okay. I don't bend over. I use rubbish pickers. I'm very careful. I'm very vigilant. So for the most part, I'm starting to be able to live like a fairly pain-free existence, which is great. I'm still dealing with the psychological trauma, but I don't want to be handed over (laughs) into that system because mental health is still really stigmatized and you're treated very, very differently for having a mental illness than you do for a physical illness. Even just right down to the medication they'll give you. There's automatic mistrust um, when you have a mental illness when it comes to getting medication that you need, medication that actually helps, but because it it helps. It helps people in pain. That um, People in pain want to use it more and... Oh, it's a whole thing, and it's related to street drugs. Like, there's a equivalency with the effect between a lot of the pharmaceuticals and stuff you get on the street. Like, it's a whole thing. I can tell you about that. I should talk to someone like Trudy or Gypsy Clipper or someone about that. I don't know. Because um, I'm quite interested in psychopharmacology, but I won't go off on a tangent now. So, yeah, what would I be? Um, how would I feel if I didn't have that pressure of worrying about them taking the pension away from me, if I show myself to be potentially competent, um, and yes, and not just basically stay under the radar, like, that's why I can't even do Airbnb, not that I physically am up to that anyway, but, because it's a lot of changing bed linen and washing and stuff, I'm pretty limited with how much of that I can do, Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, it was a stretch, even even doing what I'm doing is a (laughs) stretch, although it is good to have stuff to do, Uh, that's, I think that's really helped with my recovery, is having something to do, you know, anyway, I think there would be more of that. There'd be more of that feeling of having a purpose, being less afraid to be out there in the world and being seen. Um, I think I'd spend less time curled up in my room in the dark uh, because I'd be feeling more happy... From being engaged in the world and and my physical surroundings, but the the daydreaming that I do, the the disappearing, the curling up and disappearing into myself, uh, which becomes increasingly just sadder and sadder the more I go there. At first, it's pleasurable because I have the ability to create movies in my head. So, that's fun. Um, and I don't have the, um, physical discomfort that screens give me because of my epilepsy. Which I don't really talk about, but that's a thing. Um, it was just a phase I was going through for about five years where I was having, you know, like the really big thrashy round seizures in my sleep. So my best me, my most effective me, would be doing more things. I think it would, uh, without all of the energy going into being afraid, I'd have energy for doing stuff like getting my music recorded and or more of it recorded and, and the stuff that I have recorded, like those two songs, getting them up on iTunes. So yeah I just wish I had the original file I've got like of the looking at you song I suppose it's okay it's still it's all right it's just poor sound quality so it's a bit of a bummer um but yeah there's the be in the now song so I could put those up I I I joined distro kid and I'd yeah I'd plug my little I'd play my ukulele more my ukuleles more both of them need to be played, and I'd um, plug in my um, ukulele into my computer. I've got the cord borrowed from Brad still, um, and I'd, yeah, record my songs. I'd collaborate with others, get, you know, people like Trudy and Georgie to come in and do some um, singing if they want to, or contribute some music, or uh, Miss Honey plays the piano a little bit, and, um, is also singing, so, like, oh, and One Man, as well, like, get him in on the collabs, Rusty Joints, like, there's lots of people, perhaps even Damien Black, depending on how we go with this whole friendship thing, um, anyways, I'd like to go now. (laughs) I finished with the speaking.